How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Hebert. On our Oakland Hardula's Talk and Text line, we have Nick Carboni, who's the Panthers pregame host on WFNZ in Charlotte, also on the uh, Odyssey Station, also sports director at WCNC TV. Nick, thanks so much for joining us. Man, it was uh, quite a ride for the Panthers. And, uh, you know, they took uh, – the Buccaneers uh, down the road a little bit, but man, uh, not being able to cover Mike Evans, and I know you guys were really depleted in the secondary, but it caught them. You know, Brady to Evans, that combination really was the difference in that game. Yeah, that was the biggest concern going in, and, and thank you for having me. The biggest concern going into the game, J.C. Horn, the team's second-year corner, first-round pick in the 2021 draft, who uh, given almost the full season this year, after missing most of last year, performed really, really well and, and shut a lot of top receivers down. I mean, he didn't have the interception numbers because, uh, quite frankly, people weren't throwing at him. So you lose him, and then Dante Jackson uh, was already on the shelf. He was the corner starting opposite J.C. Horn. So you've got inexperience and inconsistency. Oh, you have an old man like Josh Norman, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, he only played uh, – I think he may have gotten 11. Okay, all uh, right. It was like three snaps and then – Maybe some garbage time snaps, too. But he you. came in once, and, and he covered uh, – I can't remember who he was on. I, I think it might have been uh, Jones, and, and Brady kind of dirted it. He didn't he didn't want to test Josh, I guess. But I, I just don't think Josh was, was ready to jump in the fray in, a, in a, almost like a playoff atmosphere, having not played all year. And um, it, was, it was really the two other guys, the backup guys, Keith Taylor and C.J. Henderson, that had the issues. You know, Nick, you got to give Tom Brady and the Bucks credit. Uh, boy, it looks like the Saints were in control, and boy, uh, Tom Brady has an awesome comeback. And and that's what occurred against the Panthers. We were all ecstatic. Said, "Well, it looks like Carolina's going to take care of business." Uh, we looking early; they're up fourteen to zero, and then it was twenty-one to ten. Sam Darnold throws a third touchdown pass, and it was—I know it was only ten seconds in the fourth quarter, but. You might. Uh, what did you see watching that game? You think, oh, the the Panthers got a, a good chance. We're up twenty-one to ten, but then it ends up being uh, thirty twenty-four. Yeah, anytime Tom Brady is on the other side and with a division in play, uh, you know, eleven point lead in the fourth quarter, uh, still not safe. Especially when you know he was going to go after those young corners the entire game. And the Panthers, uh, they played well. The last four or five weeks, Sam Darnold's played well, especially in the turnover department. He hadn't turned it over, and they cough up three turnovers. And in a game like that against a team like that, regardless of how down and and maybe a little banged up that they are, 
uh, that's just not going to provide you with a good result in the end. So it, it was never really safe. Uh, it wasn't surprising to see Tom Brady do what he did, uh, given the amount of time. I and mean, when we talk about too much time for Tom Brady, well, you know, six minutes is when they took the lead for the first time in the game. So certainly he had too much time to come back and win that game. Uh, but credit to the Panthers. You know, they, they played a pretty good game overall. I mean, the turnovers hurt them. Uh, but they had some big plays on offense, some big plays on defense and special teams. And in the end, it's just, you know, it, it's not Tom Brady's time to, to bow out yet. I yep. Guess. Now, uh, Nick, uh, what about, uh, you know, one of the richest owners in the NFL, Mr. David Tepper? <laughs> and uh, what is your take on him? He's all in rumors. I am telling you, he might even go after Sean Payton. I don't know if Mickey wants him to go in the division, but uh, I know he's aware of this. I didn't realize this till uh, I read this this morning. That Carolina is the only team with ten losses in each of the last four seasons, so they're the only one. It's not like two or three. So I know Mr. Tepper saying, "Hey, well, well, you know, we got to turn that around now." No, if you you're not <laughs> worth that kind of money, and you patient. Yeah, he was yeah. patient last year uh, with Matt Rule, but he ain't going to be patient anymore. I think he goes after big game. And, and, and Nick, Nick will let you and, 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 uh, chime and, in. Nick, when you think about that though, uh, that. You can't have double. You can have double-digit wins, but not double-digit losses like four seasons in a row. Yeah, he he has certainly uh, lost the uh, initial appeal that he had in this town right away, and that's for things you know on the field and on the business side too. Five straight years without the playoffs since he took over. Um, obviously, coaching changes. Uh, the, the the records just have not been good. You're right. I mean, at least this year they were into it, down to you know, the penultimate week. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he, he's a guy that, that we don't know what his patience level is because it varies from, you know, <laughs> subject to subject, from position to position. Uh, he's also fired a soccer coach in the last calendar year, too, his first one, 14 matches into their season. So uh, that has been an interesting ride. And, and I think now we're, we're going to really see, you know, where his head is with this coaching position because Steve Wilkes has certainly checked a lot of boxes right. and done enough to to gain that full-time job uh, but now there's the Jim Harbaugh rumors and there will be other ones where this is a guy that wants to make a splashy hire for his football team if he can and he's got the money to do it because that doesn't come out of your uh, your, yeah. your salary cap that's out of your pocket so he, he's certainly got the money to go get the best coach that he wants if he can learn one here. Nick, one of the things I know in dealing with people who have that kind of money is um, they don't want to hear about, well, well it's a rebuilding deal. Uh, they they want to win now because they didn't get that money by being patient most of the time. They they got it by making it pretty quickly. Being aggressive. Uh, and being very, very aggressive. And I think you already have seen that because nobody's denying the fact that Tepper met with Jim Harbaugh. Nobody's denying that. And so already he's telling you without telling you, this is what I want. I want big game hunting. I'm going out there and trying to get a guy who has won at the NFL level uh, as a head coach. And you can poo-foo Jim Harbaugh all you want. You may not like him personally. Only thing I do know is he won, and he really won a ton of games with the San Francisco 49ers. Well, they went to the NFC Championship twice in the Super Bowl, and he lost his brother. I mean, come on. He's won at San Diego. Not San Diego State. San Diego, then we all know Stanford, and then look what he had, Michigan, and he bounced back, and... Uh, no, I I think the fan base in Carolina would say, yeah, well, we know who that. We we excited about Jim Harbaugh. 
Yeah, and I think, you know, maybe that was a little bit of what the last few days around here were about, putting Jim Harbaugh's name out there, letting it float around and spin around and, and see what people think about it. And as much as people really want Steve Wilkes to be the head coach, I think a name like Jim Harbaugh is one that they would say, okay, we like that direction too. Because you're right. I mean, he's he's not the college coach that David Tepper just, you know, failed at hiring right. and Matt Rule. He's a coach that has succeeded in college and also has – Dang near a 700 winning percentage in the pros. Yeah, bit of a smaller sample size, but anytime you got a guy that played in the NFL, succeeded as a coach in the NFL, got to the the game everybody's trying to get to, uh, that is is somebody that's going to be enticing to fans and obviously the owner. Uh, it, wasn't a wasn't a formal interview to this point, but I certainly think there's a little bit on both sides of. Interest. What are people going to think about this if we put it out there? And, yeah. and certainly some interest at the very least. Nick, uh, you know what caught my attention? Uh, because, you know, how you structured, are we primarily a running team? Do we do play action? Or are you just wide open, throw it all over the field and spread them out? Uh, to me, this has to be a big feather in how, and I know Mr. Temper would be uh, say, well, uh, you can see the proofs in the pudding. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm looking at the Panthers had – Probably one of the worst offensive lines in the league last season, and they spent a lot of capital to improve it. And look at the offensive line winning in the trenches. Anytime you can run for 300 yards in an NFL game and the Lions were playing for something, now you might say, oh, it was the Lions, whatever. But when I saw that, you could see games 200-plus yards. But you get 300-plus yards rushing? Uh, tell me about it. Because uh, the offensive line, they must have been kicking ass uh, uh, for, for Carolina to get 300-some yards. And, and the one – the, the, the duo of running backs, how to utilize them. And, Nick, wasn't the first two plays, one of them over 30 and one of them over 20, rushing? Yeah, they immediately started gashing Detroit in that game. I mean, you knew that no matter how that game went, Carolina was going to be able to at least do that. And it turns out it was you know a route for the most part because they just demoralized Detroit. And they did it to Seattle, too. And they've done it to a lot of teams they've played. Tampa Bay in the first game that they played against Tampa Bay. I think back to Steve Wilkes, that's been one of the most impressive things about him is after two and a quarter seasons of Matt Rule saying we want to be a run team but not doing it, Steve Wilkes did it right away. And, you know, it's led to, to better play overall. It's led to a clear identity after not having one for those two-plus years under Matt Rule. And to the players you're talking about, the offensive line has absolutely been flipped on its head. It is I don't know how many times better than it was last year. It was a real problem last year right. when it came to running the ball, even though you had McCaffrey back there when it came to protecting. I mean, Sam Darnold's basically a new quarterback, and I think that has a lot to do with it. They're protecting fairly well, too. They went out and drafted a big left tackle, a kid from Charlotte who played at NC State, who's more of a run blocker, but I think has done pretty well in pass pro for the most part. They got Austin Corbett, a, a guard from the L.A. Rams who won a Super Bowl last year, and finally midway through the season plugged in Bradley Bozeman, who they got in the offseason, former Ravens center, and they're a completely different offensive line, and for the most part they'll be intact next year as long as they pick up the tab on Bozeman and, and sign him to an extension. So that's got to have uh, – it does have Panthers fans around here feeling pretty good uh, regardless of what style offense they're, they're going to play. But certainly in the run game, uh, those guys like to attack, and, and they really – adopt the mentality of we're going to wear you down all game. And, and it's worked more often than not. Well, uh, Nick, when you look at it, I'm sure who that nation saints fans and uh, Panther fans, 
uh, that look, you, you talked about how Sam Donald seems like he's turned a corner. And then, uh, look, are we going with the red rifle, Andy Dalton. But it's, oh, but who's our future quarterback? Is Sam Darnold easy to, even in that conversation because he's younger than Dalton? But Much uh, younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what does it take there? Do you think, like, well, I guess depending on the coach, whoever's hard, uh, what he thinks about Sam Darnold. But uh, do you think Sam Darnold will be back? I think he could be. I think he's on par with several other veterans around the league you could bring in here, depending on the coaching staff's preference, to to be a bridge quarterback, to be a mentor to a, a potential first-round pick at quarterback as well, which I think is very much in the fold. So, I mean, he played the best four games of his career. Uh, you know, and, and I'll even put it at five. He had three turnovers this week. I'm not sure. That they weren't the same, if this makes any sense, the same Sam Darn. Darnold turnovers we've seen before, which is like akin to Jameis and Tampa just tossing it up there when it doesn't make any sense. I mean, he had one interception. He had a he was strip sacked, and there was a miscommunication on a snap. Other than that, he he was throwing darts all over the field. But DJ Morgan, him going uh, three touchdown passes in the game. I mean, he's played his best ball, uh, and I think Steve Wilkes has wanted him to be the guy after he took over. Just had to wait for him to recover from his injury. So I could see Sam here. Uh, on a much cheaper deal than he is now. He's still got that guaranteed option this year of almost $19 million that they somehow picked up before he ever set foot on the field for him. But I think on a a lower-cost deal, he makes a lot of sense to bring back next season. But, uh, you know, I think there's some other guys they could probably say the same for. Now, now, Nick, uh, yeah, I wanted to ask him about this because, I mean, he's probably the best defensive player uh, that really – the casual NFL or football fan doesn't know, but all teams know about him. And I think he would start for every NFL team, Brian Burns. Uh, yeah, he would absolutely start for every team, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Almost every team. And, and where he's at right now, do the fans show him some love or appreciation or what? Or, well, what's his personality? Is he low-key? or well, you Because know, a lot of times, unless you truly know football uh, and you follow football, you tell you tell the general public Brian Burns. They, they, who are you talking about? I think we got everybody's attention when the Rams offered two first round picks for him. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah, that, that got everybody's and, attention. And I love that you ask about his personality because yeah. he, if he if he had gone to L.A., he would have been starring in movies someday. Oh wow! The guy is, is an absolutely enigmatic guy. Uh, you know, I, I, he puts out he puts out his own content sometimes where he reenacts scenes from movies. Fans love that, <laughs> and they love how he's been on the field this year. Career high twelve and a half sacks. He's been chasing double digits for a, a couple of years. I mean, you know, he's got some limitations. He's, you know, unfortunately is 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 prone to getting chipped, and and that affects him. You know, by by tight ends and and backs out of the backfield. Because how he's built, he's not not the biggest guy, yeah, right? Because he's how he's built, guy. He's got a nasty spin move. I think at points this season he's used the bull rush more and used it more to his his uh, benefit and to set up that spin and and swim moves as well. So uh, he's only getting better. He forces turnovers. I mean, he's a guy you got to think about when you're out there. But you know, I, I think they they really they they might regret letting Hassan Reddick walk out the door oh. and having an historic season in Philadelphia because that helped Brian Burns out immensely too. I think they still need to add opposite Burns if they truly want to make him a breakout star. But, you know, this is, uh, let's see, fourth or fifth year in the league. And yeah, fourth year, he's yeah. still young. Yeah, he's still young. And I think hopefully if the team gets better, he gets some more, more play nationally. But I think he's just getting better every year too. Nick, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Man, we really appreciate it. And uh, what I want to see is attitude in this game. 
Uh, both of them really, I mean, you're not playing for anything, but you, you want to look good to end the season. Well, the Saints want to win four games in a row. Right. They had a hard time just winning two. Uh, so, so, Nick, I'll tell you right now, they look at it like, well, we want to like end the season on a high note. And do the Panthers say, you know what, if we win here, that gives our coach a chance to stay. That's it, may, exactly it may give you an opportunity. Yep. Uh, That's exactly the mentality, finishing for Steve Wilkes. These guys want to do that this Sunday, for sure. Nick, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. We really appreciate it. Nick Carboni, who covers the Carolina Panthers. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.